Doma, you said earlier that you do take the UTXO bloat very seriously. It seems like that is probably the, the main criticism of, I guess, why Rune is more beneficial. What can BRC20 do, or at least like what's on the, the forefront right now of how to attack that and decrease that bloat? Sure, yeah. And the, I'll say something there like that. Like, it didn't seem to be a big problem to, to people a week ago. Maybe there was a minority speaking about it, but it, it definitely has picked up momentum uh, as, as an argument in, in that regard in the past week. The other thing is UTXO bloat is also like inherent of Ordinal's protocol, right? Like your 546 sats, you're never going to spend because it's your presage Ordinal, right? So I think they're present in both protocols. Good morning, dude. We need more time every day, right? And we're doing this five-minute countdown now. Feels it feels like I finally have enough time situated to run around my house, put this phone in the other room, link <laughs> out, retweet everything, right? Get all the get all the links loaded up, dude. Uh, I think we finally found our footing after about eight months. It's literally <laughs> perfect. Like that was. I think you had that idea. It's like, why don't we just do like a five-minute intro? It's like it's the best, dude. I can go to the bathroom. I can get a cup of coffee. <laughs> You know, along with like retweets and all the the videos, and it's yeah, it's perfect, man. Oh man, feeling feeling good today. A lot to talk about. Dog father, what is good, bro? Where were you yesterday? I didn't know what to do without your technical knowledge and expertise. Yeah, GM, GM. It's so hard this week. It's a bit busy, <laughs> and I mean, you have no three X spaces a week. I mean, this is for for us site. <laughs> you know part-time hustlers it's really hard to catch up uh, and the technical expertise i think if you have bob and the likes on then then that's perfect because i mean that the you know the technical details at the moment are really like very subtle so it's it's i mean on on first side to me everything looks kind of the same and then someone is adding just a different encoding scheme and whatnot but it's pretty i mean it's a pretty exciting week to say the least yeah absolutely yeah bob was here to give you know, all types of information on the show. Yeah. On the ordinal show yesterday, I think Charlie had brought this up that the way that Bitcoin, at least how it works today with the community, it's like a chain of information that has to be translated down. Cause we're in such this like infant stage. It's very technically dense. And so it has to be interpreted by all these filters. And it's like this chain of command where it's like the worst, it worst game of phone tag ever. <laughs> <laughs> literally the worst game of phone time. I don't know, man. You just see how this works and you see that it's, it's really, really bad. And just bad from a herding cats perspective. Not that they're bad people. It's just, there are good people who have good intentions, but the, the structure of it is, is a bit messed up. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely is. Chris, good morning, bro. What is good? Yo, GMGM. GM. Uh, a lot covered yesterday, for sure. Ordinal show is pretty good. A lot of good arguments on both sides, but I kind of see it playing out like it is. I'm leaning towards the BRC20 route right now, but good points on either side. So let's check it out. Yeah, Bunzi had a great meme, which I'll pull up here in a second. One last GM. Sam, what is good? Creator of Bitwell Punks. Hello. Yo, what's up, GM? I bro, clever title, bro. Ruin it back. <laughs> ruin, ruin it back. Are we actually going to, back. right? Dude, we've done this now two days in a row. We're going to start off with something I found kind of spicy. And then we'll talk about the Ordinal show and then we'll go into some other stuff. Harry, the one who created, who works at Ordinal's wallet, was blocked by Casey for the Runestone GitHub. How hilarious it is. He tweeted this. He said, I'm banned for contributing to the Rotomore 
runestone github which he which you know the information isn't out there public of what the reasoning is i've heard from behind the scenes that there's some some long-term beef that's been going on between the two adam do you know anything I mean, I don't know anything besides what kind of these guys have, have talked about. I think there's been this kind of, they look at, at these guys as kind of trolls, you know, and feel like I think that they can't have like honest conversations with, with some of these guys. And, you know, this is, I mean, it's part of the thing with all of social media, right? Which is what this is. Basically it's, it's these open forums for debate. But if one side feels like they're not getting on honest debate and block, I mean, it's the same thing we do here on Twitter. So I don't know if there's a good solution for this when basically you have two competing camps and at least two. And with runes, now we have what maybe three or four competing camps, mm-hmm. all with vested interests. And, you know, even Casey, you know, who says he doesn't have a vested interest, maybe monetarily he doesn't because he's not going to take part in whatever system he develops monetarily. He certainly has a vested interest as far as his, you know, legacy and presence and his ability to make money with being hired by companies or whatever certainly has, has things that, that matter to him. And so, yeah, there, I just, there, there is, we as a humanity have not figured this out. This is like, you know, this is like, I don't know, democracy 101. It's <laughs> like when everybody can yell and scream, what do you get? You get massive conflict. And, you know, I don't think that... To be honest, I don't think there's any way around it, and I don't think there's a, a better way. I think this is the best way humans ap- actually operate, which is through conflict and work it out. And you've got to convince the other side, uh, or you've got to convince your side, who's the stronger one, and we'll see who wins. Yeah, I pulled up here. So CoinEasy's uh, the CEO at Ordinal's Wallet trolling Cypher with kind of the, the like neckbeard kind of post. Right. It's kind of funny. I find some of it funny. It is some of it is rude to an extent as well. I think if you don't really understand internet culture and memes, some of it's harmless. Some of it, you know, you can really take to heart. Especially, you know, Casey, Cypher, the Ornal Hub guys, these are very technically dense individual or technically dense individuals. Even Cypher said yesterday he had on the spaces. It's a very honest take. He said he has trouble engaging in conversation that's not technicals. Yep. Staying interested in it, which he said he's working on. And, you know, I give him applaud to that. So we'll see how this works out. Dogfather, what do you what do you think on this situation? Oh, I just wanted to point out that Domo is, is here as well. So if, if you can add him as a speaker, mm-hmm. definitely the person to talk to. So I, I was kind of like, I was not having the time to attend all the spaces. So I was just wrapping up my ideas about the whole situation that the lead dev of the Ordinals protocol is, is kind of like trying to kick out ERC-20s or kind of like, I mean, not kicking them out, but kind of like proposing a, a different protocol is kind of like a pretty interesting uh, situation. So so that's like uh, a very, very kind of crazy week so far. For sure. Yeah. Domo, what's good, bro? I'm glad that you could join us. How, how have you been feeling over this last week? I know you've probably been watching pretty silently. Yeah, I've just been like following along. Yeah, I, I I still am formulating my thesis on runes. I think like instinctually, like I quite like the the op return thing. I think that's super smart and has, has some some advantages, but some also also some disadvantages. The the one thing I would would push back from is I see an emerging narrative from some of the ord fluencers in the space calling this the most ego, egalitarian tech they've ever seen. <laughs> 
and he is degenerate gambling. And I, I would strongly, strongly push back at that. And a lot of that, especially on the, the Ordinal show last night, I was listening in on an alt and it was a pretty hostile environment, which I think is unjust. Like we're still, we're all working for the same thing, making Bitcoin get better adopted. So I, I don't think there's a place for that hostility. And I think there's a place for both standards and, and BRC20 can perhaps improve from some of the things that, 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 that Casey proposed, such as the op return and whatnot. But yeah, like I, I definitely don't want to come at this from a hostile perspective, the way that that influencers are, are, are painting it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's my perspective. And, and since day one, I've been saying, people, please go out and experiment with different different standards. Like this is not like a narrative switch for me. Like it's, I've been pretty consistent all the way through this. Yeah, you you really have maintained, you know, you haven't came out aggressive at all. We've discussed privately a little bit, kind of the thoughts about everything. On this show too, the last two days, we've been really, it's just been two ruined shows and I've expressed, you know, a little bit of a negative sentiment towards Casey's display of leadership. I don't think it's the right way of splitting this community and then really just doubling down on it. But then trying to look at it, you know, technically, BRC20 is, you know, it's kind of getting pushed to the side. What what do you think happens here? I know you're still kind of evaluating the process. You know, there's Casey's now stepping outside of the ordinals ordinal theory where BRC20 was built on and has been thriving and you know, is literally 80% or more of the inscriptions and volume kind of all combined together. But now he's stepping outside and saying, hey, here's a new fungible standard that can be competing, but he's also giving mixed messages, whether it's authentic or whether, right, he wants to remove BRC20. Is there any thought around maybe possibly even doing something similar, of upgrading BRC20 and stepping outside of ordinal theory? Or is there still an intent to maintain where it currently exists and evaluate what's what's within the ecosystem yeah again like i don't want to read into anyone else's intentions like i'm just going to continue doing what i've been doing i think for now we're either onto bitcoin right like say someone had like a visualization tool of like all the erc20 data on on ethereum it'd be the exact same thing as 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 ordinal theory and, and brc20 so like I don't really see like the complaint from that perspective, like it's clogging up the front page, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's only because they chose to to manifest that in that certain certain way. So that, that's the perspective I have. In terms of the technicals, like I will say like people are presenting this, the, the benefits of runes as like cold, hard fact as advantages, but- You know, transformative or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's we there's yet to be an implementation that's universal, et cetera, et cetera. And many of the advantages that are being presented, such as like the interoperability with lightning and other things, are also possible with BRC20. The biggest negative that people are presenting for you for BRC20 and technicals is also the UTX bloat, which is a problem I take very seriously. But Trevor had an interesting tweet yesterday saying that he was actually striving for UTXO blow, which I didn't quite understand. So like it, it, there, there is a, there's a bit of back and forth and I would like to see a real implementation and, and some honest laying out the facts and let the market decide basically. Dogfather, do you have a question for Domo? No, just just a remark. I mean, the argument with the with the front page. I mean, just go to art.io and they have a button saying just JPEGs or just you know whatnot. 
and then you can kind of like don't see all the all, all the Jasons. And, and the other part is, I mean, I, I'm not so much into the details, but to me, this pre-mining of uh, and using OP returns looks like 99% like on counterparty. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, now, now you can see you need XCP on counterparty, but you can easily do that with some numerical token and then just have some algorithm going from these numer numerical IDs to some to some names. So, I mean, it's it, it looks to me very, very similar. So I, I was like, wow, Casey is having the second time inventing something that was already invented, you know, like <laughs> in, in, in years ago, just putting a different name tag on it. And, and somehow it's popular once he touches stuff. So it's pretty amazing. So first doing colored coins, it's like ordinals now doing OP return kind of tech and seeing their runes. So it's pretty amazing. I mean, how, how you can kind of like recycle recycle tech and, and stuff and ideas. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah, it, it is quite interesting. There was one point where I was on, well, first I went on the Ordinal show and these guys freaking talk for so long, dude. I waited, I'd wait two and a half hours till they really got to the rune conversation. And by that time they had to leave. So I only got to talk for a little bit. But Cypher did bring up an interesting point, and Leo had pushed back on this, talking about competing standards, and, and uh, Cypher had said he sees BRC20 more akin to ERC1155, and then uh, Runes is more akin to ERC20, and then that can make them, and then Ordinal Theory would be ERC721, so they would all be complementary of one another. And Domo and I, we've talked about this often, we call them kind of like, composable semi-fungible tokens, right, or inscriptions for BRC20, it doesn't really fit any four of those categories. Um, it's kind of this new paradigm, and that's one of the reasons why I really like it. It just doesn't exist anywhere else on any other blockchain, or at least Ordinals or BRC20 proliferated it. I was just want, curious on your uh, perspective, Domo, of if you see it kind of that way, if, if these competing standards can be complementary and coexist together, or if it maybe it ends up being either a winner-take-all or maybe the Pareto principle of like an 80-20 situation? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Like, can you, like, I think if standards are, are too similar, they can only be, like, they serve the same purpose, they can only be one. Like, I, if I think to Ethereum, I've been on Ethereum for a number of years, and I, I can't think of another fungible token standard other than ERC-20, right? Like, I, if they're too similar, then that's what emerges is the, is the dominant one that emerges. But if, if one is great at one thing and the, and the other is great at another thing, I think there is a, a place that they can both coexist. And I've talked about this with Taproot Assets before as well. Like people were pitching BRC20 as this massive competition with Taproot Assets and RGB. But like, again, like this space is so new and emerging. I think there is a, a space for, 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 for multiple standards that serve different purposes. So yeah, I really, really, I, I agree with the complementary side of things. Yeah, it was really kind of a fascinating situation. Uh, Adam, you have any any questions or any thoughts kind of <clears throat> on it? I really like Bunzi's kind of meme yesterday where it was, you know, the the famous meme where they have all guns to their head, where it was like a gun behind the head of Rune to BRC20, then RuneScape to 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 Rune, and then BRC20 is yes. a in the background. <laughs> hanging, hanging around. Adam, what are your whole thoughts on, on all of it? It, it is, may, you know, maybe... You know, I just keep going to this like psyops, like maybe in, in the same way that, you know, Casey doing ordinals was just a way to get us all to, you know, run a full Bitcoin node. Maybe this is all just one big scheme by Casey just to make all the coins worthless, right? 
So he'll just come up with 20 different token standards. It becomes so diffuse, the community is so diffuse that nobody gives a crap about any of it and it all just fades away. Like maybe that's what happens. I don't know. Because it's so funny that he comes out with one one day and is like, and then without like fully thinking through, we talked about this, without fully thinking through how it's actually going to work and then just shrugged it off like, oh, it's just a blog post, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then two days later comes out and it's like, okay, well, we're going to do it right this time. And this is the way we're going to do it. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> what? It just, it's, it, I don't know. It smells fishy to me. It smells fishy. Yeah. Feels, feels forced. I, I tweeted about this last night, and I'd be curious on anyone's opinion out here. You know, a, a side effect of this, of, of Casey really stepping outside of ordinals and really experimenting with, with a different type of protocol, which is similar to Counterparty, he's going to encourage other developers to also do this as well because people are going to follow his lead, right? They're going to start trading fung or they're going to start trading runes or these other ones, right? Then they'll lead to atomicals, which is another one. Then some other developers are going to say, hey, maybe I'll develop something on Bitcoin. And this could go one of two ways where it becomes, you know, kind of this, this negative effect because developer activity leaves ordinals to go build standards on Bitcoin. They're saying like, why would I use Casey's parameters when I could just go create my other thing? Obviously, Casey doesn't even fully believe in his own protocol because he has to go, you know, build something else. And if that's a situation, right, it's it's definitely negative for ordinals, but long term for Bitcoin, it's probably very positive. Or the or the headlines kind of is eye catching, and people see that Casey's stepping outside ordinals, and then new developers come in and start building on Bitcoin, and kind of reinforces the entire narrative. Doma, what are, do you, do you have any any thoughts or to take on that? Yeah, yeah, I don't really know how this plays out. However, I will say is Bitcoin is not a particularly fun, friendly place to build on, I think, <laughs> uh, to say the very least. And a lot of what's happening right now isn't screaming to people, come build on Bitcoin, I have to say, especially throughout my experience as well. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like one of the arguments that was put in favor of runes over BRC20 was building on BRC20 is more brittle than the runes. Which, by definition, build it, that like the implication there is building on top of ordinals is also brittle, right? So, there, there, there's there's some conflating arguments there as well. Yeah, I mean, I just spent the last three days with the OmniSat team, and the thing that we're building over there is really, really cool. It's really BRC20 native, kind of this um, AMM with governance tooling on it. And I know there are other teams building within the BRC20 ecosystem. This was a, a conversation that Adam and I had discussed quite often. You know, the infrastructure that's been laid for BRC20 over the last, what has it been now, five months or four months or so, five, five months, six months even, I can't even keep up at this point, right? There's, there's literally millions of dollars in capital and work hours and time and effort that's been invested to it. It's going to be tough for some of these, you know, some of these teams like Unisat, who's now backed by Binance to just, you know, completely change their narrative after, you know, money's been invested and they've been putting all this time and they just re released this new BRC20 module. Delma, have you, have you, have, has any of these teams or the five of the cohorts between OKX, Best in Slot, Unisat, et cetera, have any of them reached out to you in terms of coordination, maybe on behalf of the Layer One Foundation? regarding their acceptance of runes or maybe their reinforcement of belief in BRC20? 
yeah it's an interesting one like layer one f like our our mandate is to be a a, a neutral hub for meta protocol discords so we're, we're toying with the idea of throwing up a op return discussion thread basically but sorry that's my dog uh op, dis, op return discussion thread but we don't really want to stand on anyone's toes like if that if that discussion goes to cases like repo like by all means but if the community wants a place that they can discuss this on like a more of a forum style approach like we're happy to to offer that right because the the mandate of the of the the foundation is to to make the best protocols so yeah we'd be happy to do that yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, just uh, recorded with uh, one of the guys from from Alex talking about the on chain index. I'm going to release that pos- podcast tomorrow. It sounds like there's been some significant uh, progress going on with that indexer that's being deployed on Stacks. Can you just dive in a little bit, or maybe explain what it is for those that are in the crowd that don't understand what an on chain indexer is, and then how important this is to the progression of BRC20? Sure. Yeah. Like. I think at this current stage, like on-chain indexer is the misnomer. I think that's still the name of like the long-term and broad project. But this first phase of the project, I think is is the, the better term would be Oracle. So an aggregator of off-chain data that is, is put onto chain like as attestations at a regular cadence. So the, the benefit there is you get some validation against all the different off-chain indexers, and then you also have these like check-in checkpoints basically over over a period of time. I think it's still possible to have a smart contract indexer in the future, but it's a more of an ambitious uh, project, and it will be many steps to get there. And this is just the first step. Yeah, yeah, it's really really exciting <clears throat> to see the progress of BRC twenty. Right, we saw we even dove into the un- the Unisat kind of swap tool that's still in testing phase. I do want to call on some of the people that just came up though. Block Racing Club. Gia, what's on your mind? Hey guys, thanks for having me up. Yeah, so a lot of the recent developments around Rune and BRC20 are, I don't know, I, I'm it's concerning in a number of ways, especially since there's a lot of good coordination going on on the BRC20 end of things. Uh, I really feel like creation of the foundation and the ability to... Uh, have some more transparent dialogue for the community around BRC20s and the showing of good faith between all the parties building that on-chain indexer was like a big confidence boost behind BRC20s and it's kind of just been shattered to a degree recently. And I'm just wondering really how much of a technical leap is it to uh, mitigate the UTXO uh, bloat issue for BRC20s. And I just uh, would have liked to see more coordination instead of uh, like from Casey, I guess, if I was to criticize him. Also, like Rune technically um, has maybe some legitimate use cases, which I think, you know, the competition's good. I like uh, necessities, the mother of invention. So, and I like entrepreneurs with a fire lit under their ass. That's That's good for the space, but... Yeah, just a little better coordination from some of the thought leaders would really be nice. I think a lot of people have been put into a position that they weren't expecting to be in, like weren't expecting to be a leader. A lot of this stuff was experimental to begin with, and now it's kind of run away. You know, it's like kind of rubbing a lamp and letting a genie out. So yeah, it's just a big responsibility. Yeah, I think Mike, I like Mike's, and I had it pulled up a second ago. 
but Mike in Space's take on it, which I, I pinned up top. He's the stamps creator, by the uh, way. Yeah, this is the the stamps creator. So obviously is a obvious reason why he want, wants this to kind of fail or whatever. But I, I did like his take. He's like, if everyone's waiting for cases implementation and block height activation, it's not very decentralized. The best thing for ruins would be to ignore it altogether, kill your gods. He's on the record that he hates BRC20 and that Runes is merely a less wasteful BRC20 replacement. He doesn't like this shit. So why would you be following his lead in the first place when he's leading you off a cliff? (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was, you know, it's not wrong, right? It's not wrong. And, you know, hence my reasoning for my my kind of psyops theory, which is like he may just want to be, you know, stirring it up to basically kind of ruin it to a large degree. Very yeah, possible. It is very possible. D- Doma, you said earlier that you do take the the UTXO bloat very seriously. It seems like that is probably the the main criticism of I guess why rune is more beneficial. What what can BRC20 do or at least like what's on the the forefront right now of how to attack that and decrease that that bloat? Sure. Yeah. And I'll say something there like that. Like it didn't seem to be a big problem to to people a week ago. Maybe there was a minority speaking about it, but it it definitely has picked up momentum uh, as as an argument in in that regard in the past week. The other thing is UTXO bloat is also like inherent of Ordinal's protocol, right? Like your 546 sats, you're never going to spend because it's your presage Ordinal, right? So I think they're present in both protocols. Uh, and then the last thing I would say about UTXO blow before I get into how we could s- solve it is my understanding of runes, and I have to see an implementation and, and follow the transactions before I can make my mind up on it. But if there is a way to fair mint it like BRC20, I think it will have a similar effect on UTXO growth as BRC20. However, if it's like the self-mint everything and distribute, then it might not. But I think that fair mint launch will, will, will cause similar effect to, to UTXO bloat as BRC20. So that's an interesting thing to consider, that, that trade-off. BRC20, in terms of UTXO bloat, I mean, you can approach it from, okay, do you solve it from a, a, a creation standpoint? So think about how to avoid abandon UTXO is one way you could force you could you can enable some arbitrary number when someone deploys a, a ticker saying that a mint would only be valid if the padding is over a certain amount, right? So that UTXO is then spendable at a later date. So that's one one thing. Another way is you could incentivize the, the merging of, of UTXOs within within another function of the protocol itself. And then and th- or like you could yeah anyway so these are the things we're toying with right now and then a third would be create a new function similar to or cash or 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 runes which is just this single spend so you you don't have it's only the mints that are iterating up on the on the ucxo blow but just some ideas right now but happy to discuss them with people in the in l1f as well Awesome. Yeah, the the L1F uh, forum, it reminds me a lot of Bitcoin talks. So I think that's a, a good direction to steer because that is where a lot of Bitcoin development and the history of Bitcoin exists, right? You could go and see Satoshi, 
and Satoshi, you know, acknowledging or even forecasting saying to fork Bitcoin, right? To name coin, right? Satoshi offering the advice of forking his own chain to improve the ecosystem. And that's kind of the same vibes that I get over on your forum. So you've done a really, really good job so far. Yeah. And just a point there, like you realize that BRC20 isn't perfect. That's why we created this forum so people's voices can be heard and we can do something and change the standard instead of just bickering in, in Twitter spaces, right? So <laughs> that, like, if you don't like it, make your voice heard right on the, right on the forum. Yeah, perfect said. Uh, we're going to go to the Racing Club and then XEO right after. Yeah, I wanted to say uh, when it comes to the UTXO issue, also important to consider that if this is a vulnerability for Bitcoin, um, like a possible problem then it's good that it uh gets battle tested like i'm uh all for exploiting that just to strengthen the network as a whole and uh, merge uh, incentivizing the merging of utxos was something i was kind of thinking about last night I, so it was nice to hear that that's under consideration uh, good incentive models can fix a lot of these problems and uh, i guess also i just want to comment on uh, self-minted supplies i think uh, whether that's uh, good or not I, is entirely dependent on the party that mints said asset and i think there's a legitimate use case for a way for web2 companies to integrate using that method especially if you make uh, those assets non-fungible that's an important part of showing intention behind how the the asset is used and that's like a part of brc20s that is is not talked about it utilizes a, a function within brc20s that is also underutilized in my opinion so it just all of this requires like honest transparent good entrepreneurs and users that are, are putting their best foot forward to to make it work yeah, yeah, it is really interesting. The the UTXO management starting to see more tools pop up. Ordinal Wallet has one. I know OmniSat is working on one. That is a really good direction to go. XEO, what's good, bro? Enjoy my any, do you enjoy any of my takes today so far? <laughs> Garbage takes. Always, my brother. Always. I enjoy your take. And, uh, you know, loving what Domo was saying. Domo, you said, give me a follow back, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no begging for follows up here. No begging for follows, man. No, no, no. He followed me and then he unfollowed me. Yeah, he doesn't like your like takes, bro. Get better takes, man. Yeah, you can't was, bring was, your garbage takes in here, bro. People will unfollow you, man. <laughs> so anyway, you know, a history lesson, people, you know, I think some of you have heard the term crossing the Rubicon when Julius Caesar made this decision that, you know, he was literally now going to invade Rome. You understand? And when he did that, he rolled a dice, essentially, that uh, changed history, right? And then he installed himself, essentially, the dictator of Rome. So Caesar became law, the lawgiver, the governor, whatever he said, you know, th there was no longer the Republic of Rome. Forget about it. Caesar became the dictator. Now, remember the AIDS of March? Some people were saying, beware the AIDS of March. When, you know, the, 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 the people of Rome who were involved realized they needed to take out Caesar, not because they hated Caesar. If you read Shakespeare, you know, of course, Shakespeare puts a bit of nice uh, thing to it. Even Brutus, his own body, you know, was also stabbing him, right? Now, I'm simply saying, I think Casey has done a fantastic job. And I really honestly, uh, you know, 
think that, you know, Odinos is an open protocol. You can put data. That data can be RC20 or whatever, you know. But P- Casey has his own personal maybe tastes, vendettas, and free speech, and that's okay. But maybe at some point the protocol has to sort of get rid of him, you know, so we don't end up with a situation like the Craig Wright and, you know, the BSV, whatever. You know, we don't want these personalities becoming bigger than the platform or than the culture or becoming bigger, you know, than the community and stuff like that. So if it means at some point, because look at it, this guy, he went after inscription numbers, okay, in a space of a week. And after inscription numbers, he went after BRC20s. And after BRC20s, he's talking about bitmaps, okay? Even Blockamoto is up in arms right now saying, you know, because he's saying race sites, you don't need bitmap, you can have race sites, you know? And there's a whole community of people, you know, behind Bitmap. There's a community of people behind BRC20. You know, the Satsmin that happened recently. You know, it, it was a thing. You know, I participated in that in the early days, you know, before this thing became anything, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying at some point, maybe the community is going to have to do a Caesar on him. A theoretical Caesar or figurative sort of, you know, get rid of him. The protocol is more important than the personality. You know what I'm saying? That's just what I'm saying. So maybe he wants that. Maybe yeah. his actions are actually pushing people to, to come to that conclusion. Maybe he wants out of this situation. Yeah, we, we, we need a coup, man. You see in West Africa, they got coups everywhere. My brother, we need a coup. Man. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's my contribution. <laughs> I love it. I a love peaceful code is only available in blockchain technology. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the social aspect is what I've really been trying to hammer home over the last three days and on the Ordinal show. And this is exactly what I brought up yesterday. You know, you can talk about all the technicals, but in this early, in these early days where you have 1,200 daily active users, maybe 5,000 active people in general in this space, if you're going to uh, come after, you know, the the three largest communities on your theoretical protocol, you know, it's not going, it's not going to inspire, you know, consumer confidence in whatever this next project is that you do, whether it's, whether they use it to, and I even said this, right. There's a lot of conversation on Twitter of people just saying, Hey, we're just going to ape into rune and then that's it. Right. And then you leave it in the dust. So really what I'm going to be paying attention to is kind of the social sentiment around rune by the throughout the next three months to really see what type of community and culture because there is that lack of decentralized you know minting and i brought up this too on 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 the spaces yesterday it was really interesting right so rune on brc20 was deployed one day after domo deployed ordi so this was on march 8th it didn't mint out until casey yeah until casey tweeted about rune so it sat there unminted this can't happen on Rune, right? Because you have to mint the entire supply. So it really, right? The Rune, at least in this, in the current state where you have to mint out everything, really derives the memetics and this like cultural inherent value that exists. Like that fun nature is really what you need when there's a small community to really corral people. You can get away with it in a bull market, right? If there's a bull market and people just want to buy things, you can go ahead and deploy and airdrop stuff. But in these type of times, you really need to find a way to coalesce community around something to give them this feeling that they got in early. And I really think that um, at least the current model of Rune really kind of dismisses that. We do have the deal partner at Bitcoin Frontier Fund who is a heavy player in the space. He's seen all these different projects. What's good, Kevin? What's on your mind? What's up, Jake? Thank you for having me up here. Really appreciate the work that you guys are doing. 
Domo, what's up, man? Hope everything is all good. I have a question for you. So I've seen some improvements coming from Xverse the last couple of days. And then you also see Unisat coming out with the BRC20 swap. So I know in Singapore, you announced the Layer 1 Foundation. So I just want to get an understanding of how Layer 1 Foundation is kind of factoring into the BRC20 space. And if it had anything to do with, you know, some of these more recent updates coming up in Unisat and then also from Xverse. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for bringing it up. It's a great question. So I think Layer 1F, like announced in Singapore, perhaps my, my comms could have been a bit better on that. It's, it, the way we see it is a bit of a soft launch. So we're bootstrapping discussion on the forum, starting with BRC20. And once we really have a handle of that, of what works, what doesn't, we hope to expand to other meta, meta protocols as well. And then if you can imagine a world where we, we have a treasury, then that can then be spent on grants and whatnot for furthering the meta protocol space in, in a positive direction. So that's how I see it playing out right now. Right now, we're just a venue for people to propose ideas, but uh, we could see it evolving into, into different iterations in the future. Yeah. Fantastic. I uh, love to hear it. We do have another gentleman on stage, Nakib. Are you uh, working on Ordzar? Is that what I see? Uh, GMT, bro. <clears throat> GM, GM, and actually just GM for myself. What's up, guys? What's up, Domo? How are you doing, bro? We need to hang out again if you come to Amsterdam. But yeah, just chilling, listening to you guys in eating snacks while listening to all this <laughs> stuff happening. For myself, I've been very, very open about my voices in terms of how runes is a block. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very open in from day one when rune first started. Actually, KC had this rune idea way back. I think Domo, you know, right? We were there when we were talking about him, stuff like that. He was already giving this idea about runes and stuff like that. And he, I was just shocked in the whole ecosystem that a simple block with no tech specs, people start rushing to build. And I know this is not going to work because true enough, the next day, Runestone came out and stuff like that. So I was never, I was just laughing <laughs> in the whole space, people building something and it just got ruins instead. So personally, I believe in the growth of tech and what BRC is doing has to definitely create a whole big community, but that's on the BRC side. For my side, I'm just purely on the audience utility use case, which having partnership with the government of Bali, getting more web to onboarding artists to web three. And there's going to be a very, very big alpha coming in real soon, which if you think Bali is it's amazing being partnering with them for ordinals. One more is coming and it's even bigger. So I'll share more once that's confirmed. But yeah. Appreciate your tech, your your take, bro. There's so much going on. It is, you know, it's important to have your voice heard, but it's also important to make sure that you are fully in agreement with what you want to say out there because the first few days of, you know, a major claim or you know, trying to move people off ordinals, you know, you could say something that you don't want out in the public and could be twisted in all types of ways. So 
Very good take. Mr. J, what's good, bro? Welcome to the stage. Yeah, yeah. what's up, Jake? I'm just here to hear what Dumo has to say about runes. <laughs> I think I joined in a little bit late. Yeah, I, I'm not going to go over it again. I've, I've got to hop in a sec, but uh, is this recorded? Can they listen to it another time? Yep, yep, yeah, it's recorded. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, go. you go ahead and uh, review it. He went over it in the beginning. You know, he's going to reserve a lot of maybe the more specific things for, for another day, but still evaluating it. It's really important. There's a, so many things happening at one time. People trying to throw out money, people creating different versions of Rune. Right now, there's some personal attacks that are happening, not, not against Dome or anything, but just in general between everybody. It's really tough to know. So you really got to look through what's happening. I mean, when you just think about it, crazy, man. sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry to make you cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know, like I actually got tagged by somebody who's doing like an actual rune market already. When, you know, we have these news coming out already that, you know, things are not going to be set in stone until a future time. So it's pretty getting pretty degen. And I think some people are pretty desperate to get some sets. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's competition, man. A Adam, what were you going to say? Well, I mean, first and foremost, anybody can do any protocol. Like, you can have a protocol. I can have a protocol. We can all decide to actually let's just use Counterparty because it's been here the longest and, you know, it's super reliable. And I think, it, but but just thinking back at the way Casey launched Ordinals and how, I mean, we've talked about it. The memes were plentiful talking about how he created, you know, he basically created shit coins on, on Bitcoin which is completely against what he stands for as, uh, you know, what I would call a Bitcoin maxi, very much so, right? It's so funny. You just think about it and you're just like, well, what, was this the plan the whole time? Just to like <laughs> preemptively strike the shit coiners at the heart, right in Bitcoin? It's possible. I mean, maybe he's a closet shit coiner. Who knows, man? But it is, it's all just, it's incredibly entertaining. It's just like, it's just, this is one giant soap opera. I know it's, I know it's entertaining when I'm on the Ordinals show yesterday. I go away for lunch, you know, for, sorry, for dinner. I, I get ready for bed. I take my shower. I'm about to go to bed and I just want to flip through Twitter one more time. And the Ordinal show is still on. I'm like, oh, wow, this is game on. <laughs> like, this is game. This is true drama right here. People love this stuff, man. We need something, right? I mean, Ethereum, uh, the Ethereum NFT community has been going through drama over the last six months, right? We just get to watch through the window while while they're the TMZ. So I guess you got to have something here. It's a little bit, little bit different. Racing Club, tell me, tell me what's on your mind. Yeah, I just want to encourage everybody to innovate still, but it's important that we coordinate because we don't want like because this is very bear market vibes. I've been through a few of them. It feels very much like. 2015 era bear market actually and yeah it's important that we don't create a schism this early like a true schism and yeah it is it is a little concerning we need to really pull it back in that's a great point i mean that, the reality is is that that's a little bit what casey's risking here right he's risking actually destroying the baby right which is like ordinals is the thing right but if he gets people so pissed at him and they move away from the ordinals community, you know, is ordinals going to be in a position to be a dominant player during the next bull run, right? So that that's the real risk. That's the fire he's playing with right here. 
I, I agree on that part, right? Like, for example, back then in 2017, 2016, 2017, in the DeFi space, even DeFi was super new, right? So, like most of you know, I'm from, I was from Kaiba, right? So, there was so much things going on in DeFi space. And it was really, all the things that's going on, but DeFi space was still very, very small. So, all of us is still fading, even if we're competing stuff we unite, right? All the communities that we have, we support each other. All the projects that we had, we support each other to grow DeFi space really, really well. And that's what we need right now in the online space, right? With all the faith, all the fucking div division and stuff like that going on, we just have to step back and focus on what we are doing here in the first place, right? From DeFi from 16 all the way to 2023, I was in DeFi, I saw how it became a solid space at start and it became super, super toxic. I do not want that to happen in the online space. I want us to con continuously grow in the small space, just keep growing, growing and growing and supporting one another, right? That, that's, that's key to growth, right? Be it for BRC, be it for audience prod, be it for whatever, we have to continue and grow. If in the future, let's say, KC just went wild again, you know, all of us have to take a stand to just, you know, if we have to fork, we have to fork, right? Or whatever. I don't care. It's all about the growth. That, that's key. We all have to get together. That, that's something that I want to share based on my experience in the space. That, that's all. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Doma, did you, did you have something to say? I saw your hand up. Yeah, I just got to bounce, but yeah, I just, I would enforce, I would cement that by Nikib. The toxicity is, is, is net negative to everyone. Like, Moreover, like the personal tax, like if you don't agree with Casey, you don't agree with myself, like it's, it's unproductive for the for the development of what we're trying to achieve here. And like, there, I, I just don't want to be painted like me and Casey are these arch nemesis that hate each other. Like we, we met each other in person. And he's a nice guy in person. And, 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 and we talk all the time. So like, there's no animosity, at least from my side there. And I don't want that to be kind of picked up as a narrative moving forward totally and i think you know anybody like we've been in spaces tons of spaces now and on shows with casey and stuff it, when you talk to casey it's completely rational and reasonable i mean there's no like you know his tweets are very different than casey in person right the, there's just a hundred percent and i think that's the big thing in any of this stuff so much of it happens over text and text based on either you know in githubs or on on x and text is a terrible way to communicate. You can't communicate emotion. You can't communicate intent very well over text. And stuff gets lost. People's feelings get hurt. And then we can't have rational conversations. That's why I think actually spaces are amazing because it does allow us to talk and convey emotion. And that is a huge benefit of something that was not available in you know, 2017, 2018. So I think, I think this is a, actually a really good thing. Yeah, Leo actually had a good point on one of the spaces. He's like, I think the the Bitcoin Bitcoin Cash fork would have turned out a little bit differently if the animosities could have debated in totally. front of the entire community on a spaces on Twitter. Would have been interesting how that how that unfolded. Because I also am guilty of this as well. So you know, I'm not I'm not innocent in any means. You know, I'll read something. Oh, dude, we all are. I'll read something on Twitter and it feels very brash or very confrontational. And then you talk to them on spaces and you're like, oh, it was just because there's an absence of emotion through the text that is you just completely misinterpreted what it was said. So we're all really guilty of that. I'm going to go on Dogfather first, then Madison, and they'll go to Racing Club. 
Yeah, spaces are great. The only problem is if spaces are too large and not everyone can come up to speak. So, I mean, you cannot have hundreds of, of people speaking. That's the only kind of bottleneck, you know, just coordination of speakers. And then uh, I pinned the tweet and I have to apologize for the for the very bad meme. So, sorry, Domo, we talked about that. Uh, you know, this is some eye catcher that people may start reading, you know, so just to have something to, to get them reading. I think the content of the tweet is, is very different than what, what, what's what, what's in, in, in the meme. Yeah, you always do a good job of writing things up. So applaud to you, everyone. You know, give it a give Dogfather retweet, dot friends. We're all dot friends. Hi, Madison, GM. Hi, Jake. GM, everyone. Happy what, Thursday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. It's Friday for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy Friday to you. Yeah, dog, dog father. That's a 10 10 meme. Like it. I guess I wanted to chime in, like, from a, like, non-dev perspective, non, like, early Bitcoiner, but, like, I guess I don't really have, like, too much of an opinion on, like, you know, like, the runes and, and everything, but I think it's cool how I'm, like, learning how everyone's kind of coming to a consensus about these things or learning how to, like, like last night there was like Cypher and CB Spears in Discord and then you had like Trevor Space going on at the same time and then there's like like GitHub and so it's like all these different mediums where people are kind of having this conversation but I think it's like trial and error for these things and it's going to take time but it's cool how like as a community we're kind of learning how to like come together and talk about things yeah, very, very well said. And it, it's what I think when you start learning the different communication styles and the different, you know, uh, personalities that are in the space, you realize GitHub is for more technical speak, right? The discords are more communal. Every platform kind of has its different type of direction and expertise. It's it's always really fun. I thought Leo actually one part I did catch last night just made a great point. He's like, you know, because somebody was like, oh, the devs, you know, devs are trying to say how some one dev was like, yeah, it's really hard to communicate, you know, this or that. And Leo was like, well, just copy what you, you know, the technical stuff, put it into chat GPT <laughs> and say, you know, write this for a, ten, a ninth grader. You know what I mean? And it's like a non-technical ninth grader. And there you go. Like, and that was like, Duh. I mean, uh, you know, I wouldn't have even thought of that, but there was like, and like immediately helped everybody in the space communicate with other people. You know, it's just like stuff like that. We are so We are so blessed, honestly, to be in this time where we have all these tools at our disposal. It's amazing. Yeah. It, it's funny. I forgot who brought this up on the ordinal show. And I, I said this at the beginning, but now there's more people. So I could say it again, it's it's right now where the ordinal and just Bitcoin community in general, outside of you know the the maximalist, it's so technically dense because it's so early that it's almost this game of telephone where people like Cypher and Bob Bodily come in and they have to basically interpret what's yeah. going on and then recommunicate it in a whatever a fifth grader level or maybe you know more complex depending on the community. And so it, it's really right now it's about finding who that person is that um, presents that information in a way that you can digest, right? I, I like Bob's stuff. You know, it's almost become a meme. Now, anytime there's something technical, I have a, 
a Bob Bodily Batcoin meme where I put it underneath and I'm like, we need you. <laughs> we need the type of information uh, for you to present it, right? So the, it's cool because it's also like a community thing that really bonds people together. But I would say it's really important to, under, to find some to find those type of people, whether it's this show, the ordinal show does good, right? Leo and Tio do a good job. Bob does. Just make sure you have a few of those people um, so that it's not just from one person so you can understand the entire story. But really, really important to find the, those channels of communication. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I personally like the analogies that people are making, like the napkin and like a post on like the popcorn kernels. It like, <laughs> or like a non-dev, it's like, okay, yeah, okay, this makes sense now. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same way. Like uh, even even working at Emblem Vault, I have to have uh, Shannon and our dev team explain things to me all the time. I'm 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 okay, and it, it's important to be very okay with saying that you don't understand something. Devs are more than excited to explain to you what they've been working on in their basement for the last month with yeah. not a soul around. <laughs> not a soul around. We'll go Racing Club, and then Mr. J right after. Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, kind of reiterate how difficult it is for human beings to get vaulted into a spotlight the way Casey has. Things certainly have escalated significantly in like 10 months. And so it's probably going to be difficult for him to adapt and close that gap between his private persona and his uh, public persona on X or Twitter. So, yeah, that's probably a challenge that anybody would face. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult thing. Like we don't want uh, Casey to have his own bit boy arc, you know, like obviously a lot of influence kind of makes people go a little, get a little silly. So yeah, it's just, it's a difficult thing to adjust to. So we just got to keep that in mind. Very important to say. Very, very important. Yeah. You don't want to be the main character of crypto Twitter. Every bull, every bull market, whoever's the, whoever's the main character, man, 80% of them get just absolutely wiped out. Every single I, miss, I miss McAfee, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one main character that everyone loved, dude. Everybody. Queen, Queen of the day back in 2017 was like some of the wildest moments I've ever partook in. Oh, my God. That was, that was absolutely insane. Mr. J, what's good? You know, I have to say, like previously, when I was in crypto, I didn't really come on to spaces and all that. And most of it was just learning through text and like telegrams or like Twitter pages. And yeah, I just find like this, this community aspect that we have here is, is really beautiful, man. There are lots of great communities over here, you know, including the one that I'm in based. And yeah, it, this, this also like, you know, makes me think like founders of projects, you know, that I never used to talk to. And, you know, now there are, there's uh, lots of opportunities either on spaces or DMs, and it's just a really welcoming environment. So yeah, I'm pretty bullish on, you know, whatever development that comes, you know, whether it's Rune, Runestone, or maybe even some magic bananas next time, right? <laughs> hey, I know Sol came up. Sol, you around, man? You, you there? I'd love your take on what's happening, man. Hey, yeah, I was actually going to pose a question or see if you guys knew how the counterparty community is reacting. I have not really been in it, the telegrams at all recently. And I remember when BRC20 was launched, there was a lot of a lot of scattering. And I know J-Dog did like, what was it? BTNS. Naming? BTNS. Yeah. yeah, as like a response. And I'm just curious if there's any kind of like 
chatter going on about doing like a, a runes thing on counterparty because it's so fucking easy to do. And, you know, something, something like J dog already did to some extent, not exactly it's last time I looked at it, it was a while back, but, but yeah, any, I was just curious if there's any rumblings about a runes kind of type of transaction or, or a little internal fork thing like, like J dog did for in response to runes now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, just from, from my perspective, like what that does, that actually what, what J dog did, did there actually highlights for me, what ends up happening when you propose new ideas on top of new ideas is it basically kills momentum of the original idea. So like with stamps and SRC twenties, even though we can all agree SRC twenties were kind of this ineffective, inefficient model, very much actually very similar to BRC twenties. And while J Dog's proposal may have been a smarter step, what it did was basically put the kibosh on SRC twenties. Right. And I think in some way we're seeing the exact same rollout here with runes, which is like runes kind of put the kibosh on BRC 20, but then Casey just drops another one right on top of runes. You know, runes is not going to happen until the next block height. And you just get this, this death of momentum. And so much, the one thing I try to impart to devs all the time, you can only buy, have so much attention. And once that attention is gone, it is gone. It's, it's basically impossible to reignite that attention. And without attention, none of this happens. Like none of this happens. And so it's kind of like, yeah, it could happen. It could go there. You could build it. I'm sure so you could build it this afternoon, right? The problem is, is are we going to be able to generate enough attention where that's going to carry it through and actually make it like adopted? And that is really, really hard to do. And that's why Casey holds so much power because he can actually do that. And he's wielding his power right now kind of haphazardly. And it's disappointing. It, it really, it really is. Well, I just have to say about that, Pepe becomes more rare for every failed Bitcoin protocol attempt. <laughs> I think the counterparty guys are sitting pretty comfy. I've seen Joe. I usually look to Joe and Skrilla. I'm from the counterparty community on their opinions of things generally. Joe's been, I see him experimenting. He, he could be critical. He also ha is pretty good at like laying out the technicals behind stuff. I don't think they feel threatened at all because it is almost an exact mock-up. And actually, Cypher had said this on the spaces last night. He said all runes has to do then is just add is basically a, a numbering or a token model or like some sort of naming model on top of it, and it's basically counterparty all over again. He's, <laughs> he's like, they're they're it's literally like one step away from just being literally counterparty. counterparty. <laughs> fucking so funny, right? And I think Sol, you've posted about this a few times. You're generally right about a lot of it you even talked about protocol wars coming like a week ago and that's kind of exactly what's happened so props to you for for being on the frontier of that i'm a fucking text warrior but yeah <laughs> if, I have, if i have something to say I'll, I'll pop up but yeah i'm all about the text warrior thing so and if domo is he still here no. <laughs> I just wanted to do a virtual handshake because I, I can be a little rough on uh, BRC20. But yeah, that was my question. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Always enjoy um, you coming up. So one of the original co-founders of Emblem. So some histor history there. Dogfather and then in to out, I believe, right after. 
Yeah, I can feel your point with Red Peppers today. I felt a bit, you know, kind of like sick and tired because it was a pretty hectic week. And I was like, okay, let's just buy a few Red Peppers then afterwards to feel way better. Mm -hmm. uh, so that kind of feeling. And with respect to Counterparty, I think J-Dog is kind of like proud of what he built there and with, you know, with all the team, with the whole team. It's basically like Rune on steroids, you know, having all kind of further features and having all these things that people dream about, like NFT to NFT swaps, dividends, broadcasting, whatnot. I mean, the only caveat is always the use of XCP, which is like a no-go for 99.9% .9 of the Bitcoin community. But other than that, in terms of functionalities, it's really like very comfy. And I think if people really go to, to use the root protocol, it's not that, mu that much of a step away to use counterparty because it's like pretty much the same tech, just, you know, a bit more of functionality. And maybe this brings a few more eyes on, on you know, the 2014 kind of like uh, counterparty community. I'm really looking forward to that. I think Joel Looney was laughing his ass off when he saw like the Rune protocol, so just saw his yeah. tweet. And and I think on the counterparty side, I was just checking on you know, the Telegram. There's not too much going on about that. I think yeah. they just wait and see and, and see what's going on. Yeah, they've been through it, the ringer, so many times. A lot of people don't even know that counterparty is EVM compatible. I think when somebody really tries to tap into that, Right, that just completely changes the game. A lot of opportunity there. In, in, two out. Is that what it is? Did I butcher that? Yeah, one in, two out. One in, two out. All right. So, yeah. So thanks for having me on stage. I was, I wanted to talk to Damo, but I, I don't know what kept happening. I, by the time I got on, he was gone. But do you guys, and I will go back and listen, but uh, did he talk about possibly? integrating BRC20 into Rune or did, did he hear about that being put into a Rune and, and sold? I know he was talking about that. Uh, he was open to having competing protocols and things like that. But do you guys think he would have been open to that or it, talked it, about that? So he's always been pro-experimentation. I mean, he's done cross-chain things, right? He's dabbled, right? He was on the new Bitcoin City Alpha app. He's all about it. It sounds like right now he's being a little bit cautious and reserving some of his some of his thoughts for when he feels very confident in what the next steps are, which I think is honestly the right direction to do, or right direction to to do it. But he said he's going to be watching Rune to see really what happens. I you know I even brought up like, is there a possibility of you know forking Ord and then just improving BRC twenty? It doesn't sound like it's something he's interested in now, but he said it's something that he's heard and you know he's taking into consideration. But right now. He's just playing more of a neutral field and communicating with some of the teams that he's been involved with, like Unisat, OKX, and stuff regarding the Layer One Foundation, and really making moves. Like he, just as Casey, he right, he also wields a, a lot of power. Maybe it's kind of a softer power than compared to to Casey, who has kind of this really hard power. But Domo also right, he's been in this cohort of of creating this. The, the Oracle for BRC20 is in communication, you know, with finance and all these other exchanges. So there's a lot of things that, that, he, that he could say that could backfire, just like what Casey, what's happened to Casey. So I think he's taking the proper approach right now. Okay. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. It's funny how Casey is acting this way because I had a, 
very private dinner with him and his whole team and he was such a laid back guy we talk about a lot of weird things a lot of funny things we were laughing it out we were chilling eating local singaporean food and when i introduced case and domo together during the event during the odd summit in singapore it was such a historical moment they were talking they were debating but yet they were being so friendly talking to each other and then suddenly all this came out so i was pretty shocked myself like Damn, I thought you guys made out and want to work together because that's what I was there. I had everything and things just got pretty, just got turned 360 on Casey's side. But I guess like I think one of you guys mentioned, it's hard to kind of have a persona between a normal guy while being in Twitter as a founder guy. I think that makes sense though, I guess. I mean, Casey as a person is way different than Casey the tweeter. Or that the poster. That's I the, agree. He is completely I agree. different persona. It's a completely different person. Completely different. Yeah, this it plagues a lot of people in this space. Maybe it's because of the pseudonymity. Also, you know, Casey's heavily tied into just the Bitcoin OG community. So there could be pressures um, that are being put on him to figure out this bloat or whatever the the larger community that is a part of wants to figure out. To me, I think there's some things that we don't know. That are happening behind the scenes you know it could be the opposite could be like what what adam said and maybe he just wants to start chaos so that people leave yeah. and so we can have this kind of art puristic theoretical protocol on top of it well, maybe he just wants to you know he didn't realize it was going ordinals were going to become the shitcoin factory of bitcoin and you know he's trying to make up for it you know maybe like you know it's kind of like the I, we've talked about it on the last show maybe the you know the guy who found founded dogecoin right and then had to basically disavow himself from Dogecoin, right? He he, he created Frankenstein, basically. You create Frankenstein, and what are you going to do, right? It goes against your your core ethos, right? And so uh, who knows? I, I we none of us know what Casey's actually going through, and who knows? Maybe he's just having fun. Yeah, I mean, I, one thing that he's definitely having is fun. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, that is that is That's for right. certain. That's right. That is yeah. that is Probably. for certain. Probably. <laughs> That is for certain. Everybody else to be determined. Yep. Hi, hi Nome. How's it going? Hey, JM guys. JMJ, Adam. I I just came from Ethereum space. I shared with the chief and Espresso about, hey, did you have you heard about June? It's a new it's a new protocol. And they shared the feedback that they get, you know, from Casey and from just ordinals in general. And I think it's something also we take should take into consideration because what they said is like, hey, like Casey not stable. He's proposing something every 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 week or every day. And Ordinals Wallet already created something that would not work in the future. And uh, you guys are two degens. Like we, like so many people burnt on Ordinals. And I understand why, because they are not like consistently uh, jumping into our spaces so they don't have enough knowledge you know to understand what's going on what's the numbers are changed what's not would the picture be changed you know like what is the runes like too many things are happening right now on the development side so people are confused and they would either not you know go fully on they're just like stepping away and waiting but i understand like i understand their perspective but when they're waiting we're building <laughs> and we're we're here the winners of like bitcoin blockchain so 
and just like want to share, you know, that people don't really understand like Casey is a leader and this Dijon community in general. On that note, Nomi, actually the, the Ethereum space or whatever Ethereum people that you spoke with, they are most probably pretty new because what I remember correct really well in 1617, there was multiple EIPs proposal that was pushed out by the foundation and everybody just start aping and building on that shit as well. That's what's happening with us as well, right, in, in this space. So if they were to say that we are too degen, back then it was even worse. Every single EIP that people propose, especially during the Ethereum Magician EIP proposal just by community, people are just deploying and deploying and deploying. So I don't think they understand how Ethereum was back then. It was very similar to this. Yeah, yeah, I I agree as well. What, what's on your mind, XEO? Yeah, man. So I was eating, you know, so I had to step off. <laughs> but I'm still following the conversation. <laughs> you know, let's not talk about you know just for a moment. You know, I don't want to focus on like what is rune, what is a rune stone. You know, I live in Scandinavia, by the way. I'm gonna talk in Denmark. Okay, we have rune stones and all that stuff. You know, Viking history. I go to the Viking Museum. You know, study that whole stuff. You know, I know quite a bit about in depth about that culture, you know, because my lady, she's Danish and my kids are half Danish, okay? They're Viking, it's a Viking culture, okay? But here's the thing, Casey Rodemo, he's a genius, you know? But in my opinion, he's also maybe, if you look at his Twitter and his history, he's, a, he's an extreme, like, uh, you know, what do you call this? Uh, you know, I have a lot of friends who are, you know, anarchists, right? But they come in different formats. But Casey is on the extreme end. And if you want to look one to highlight how extreme he is, for instance, he doesn't believe in copyright. Okay? Just let that sink in. You know, I'm an I'm an artist. I've made, you know, my living with copyright, with literature, with music and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and I think copyright is a is a bedrock of important information. Like you could own your intellectual property through copyright. I, I respect copyright. But Casey actually disavows his own copyrights. Like whatever belongs to Casey, you can use it because he literally gave over that information to sort of like public domain, you know what I mean? Which is like an extreme thing to to do. You know, I believe like the artists who own their copyright and you know, we can have the benefit of enjoying the art and everything, but I still think that the ownership aspect is is extremely important. So now here's a guy who's saying, look, you can own whatever you inscribe on Bitcoin. But on the other hand, he doesn't believe in copyright. So I'm just saying, dude is a bit of an extremist, and we need to acknowledge that, look, he's a genius. He came up with Ordinals. But even he, when he did the Ordinals protocol and he inscribed in Inscription Zero, he had no idea what was going to be inscribed next when Digbad was inscribed by the guy who did it, you know. Right. Casey was literally surprised because the guy was trolling him. You know, he had no control over. So the moment Casey put that thing and opened the door, people had always dreamed to build on Bitcoin. That dream is much older than Casey. You know, he's just a guy who figured out how to do it. But the dream has always been there. So Odinos belongs to we, the community, we, the people. And I think Casey is a bit out of touch with that. And as I said, to close my remarks, you know what I'm saying? Like when Caesar was invading Rome and he did all these things, and at some point the the, 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 the people in the Senate realized we need to get rid of Caesar in order to save the Republic. That's all I'm saying. Maybe we have to think about the same 
thing to ignore Casey and just say, okay, whatever, dude, you're free to build, free to do whatever, you know what I'm saying? But we're not going to take you seriously. We already have communities, the BRC20, I mean, there's real communities, real engagement, real history, real stories, the beatmap community, you know what I'm saying? Even the digbats, which I'm airdropping for free to people, you know what I'm saying? At my own expense, we're building a community. You know, people are inscribing on chain, I want digbat. I'm not shilling, you know? I'm just saying we're building, there's a lot of micro communities within the Ordinals ecosystem, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a community, a macro, but within it, there are different communities, you know what I mean? Depend. Frogs is a community, you know, I love the frogs, you know, the Bitcoin frogs, Ordinal Maxi Bees is a community, different communities. Casey is not bigger than Ordinals, okay? Let that sing in. Casey Rodomo is not bigger than Ordinals. Ordinals is about inscribing data onto Bitcoin chain. Whatever that data is, he's not bigger than that idea. You know what I'm saying? So maybe we need to ignore him. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely love that take. Very entertaining and very informative. Every single time. I appreciate it. We we do have on, we do have up here, you know, Randy and Alan Moist, the two co-founders of Ordinals Wallet. I'm curious from either of you, what's your opinion on everything that's happened so far? Are you guys going to continue with with Harry's and your guys' Rune protocol, or are you reassessing the situation? Either or. Randy, you want to shoot? Yo, Jake, I have to say, I have to tell you, you're fucking shadow banned on Twitter. Every time I go into like the spaces tab, your spaces don't show up. If If you have a reply to one of my posts or if I reply to one of your posts and I click on that post detail, it says, you know, in the thread, it'll say this post is no longer available, but yeah, I, I didn't delete it. Hey, man, I told you not to po- put out that content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Maybe it's, Elon, it, it might be a what bug. Elon? It might be a bug, but it's literally always with your account. Like, Does anybody else see that with Jake? What would be the way people could test that with Jake's account? I don't know. Type, like in whenever the search, I type, type in Jake in the search and see if he pops up. Well, they do have that. Like, I'll check the like little shadow ban tool. Yeah. You know, or I'll just have to, you know, speed dial on and ask what the fuck's going on here. And since I, <laughs> since I, me and MR buddies, but, but go ahead while I try to figure out why he shadow banned. I'm, I'm the one who's actually shadow banned. Sorry to, to jump in, you know. <laughs> but seriously, if any of my pictures, videos, anything I post, you literally, it's like, oh, this could be mature content, blah, blah, blah. You know, I've been posting memes and big words and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So if you're talking shadow banned, man, I'm like the OG shadow banned, you know, personality in Ordinals, man. You can look at my account, man. You know, I've been doing this for years, but... No, we that's, can't that's see shadow banned, bro. Can't see you. Well, you well, are doing dick butts, bro. Dick butt is mature. Why, why doesn't everyone like dick butts, man? <laughs> you know, like you know, what's up with that? You know what I'm saying? I don't get that, man. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if it's That's weird, bro. <laughs> I don't know if it's shadow bed or if it's just a bug specific to your account. But every time I click on anything related to your content, like within the feed or not from notifications, it'll just tell me the post is no longer available, like as if you deleted it but it would have been like every one of your posts. Huh. Damn, maybe you just muted me. I'm looking on the shadow ban tools. It doesn't say anything, so. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't really, it doesn't like act like a shadow ban. It's like, yeah. it's weird. That is weird. Well, I'll figure it out. Like I said, I'm gonna call up Elon, but let let us know, like what, what are you guys thinking so far now, 48 hours? We had a long this. discussion about it. We had a long discussion about it yesterday. I don't know. I think, 
I think he's kind of totally taken the air out of the excitement around the rune stuff. You know, if we were to have launched something else yesterday or the day before when runes had come out, it would have gotten no attention. But already today, it feels like everyone's kind of over it. So we'll see. We'll see. I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, put it out there that like we would compete with them. I don't think that, like, let's say there, there's two months of, of runes history by the time Casey comes out with his runescape or whatever the fuck that thing is that he, he's saying. And it's like, it only activates after the block that I decide. I don't think people would agree with that, especially if the product was good. So there is an opportunity there, but it's not because of the protocol name or who created it anymore. It has to be based on the merit of like the fact that it actually works better or much better than BRC20. So you're not going to be, you're not putting any additional effort though into it right now. We'll see. It's it's up to Harry. We'll see. Yeah, Harry Gigabased brain dev. But think- yeah, I mean, there's look, there's definitely no rush. This whole whole thing just got totally deflated. Sure. And I think that if we were to be the first ones to do it, it would be met with a lot more backlash than if Unisad or or somebody else came out with it first. Yeah, I, I agree as well. And this is kind of what I've been nailing on or like just trying to nail the point. If Casey's listening to this on his alt or whatever, man, dude, the, the the leadership you've been displaying has been quite bad. A lot of communities, you know, very upset. And even when I asked him the the social capital versus technical debt question on spaces a few days ago, you know, I asked him, you know, you've you over the last two weeks, you've really put out a lot of controversial blog posts, statements, you know, reasonings behind your thought process. It's really, you know, taken aback a lot of the community and maybe some loss of confidence has been displayed. How do you oh maybe it's listening. How do you how do you evaluate the, the or what do you look for in the community when and what are you looking to evaluate when these kind of things are presented and you really just said it's not looking for anything, right? So it's kind of to me, it just shows like oh. what is he smoking in the pipe, though? Did, did anybody ever ask him what is he smoking in that pipe, man? Because <laughs> you know, I, I mean, on a serious note, on a serious note, bro, you know, I, I used to smoke, you know, so much ganja, like you know, you you won't believe it, man. I can't believe you're Count Shadow, man, bro. Mushrooms, well, I took mushrooms, I took ganja, I took a mix, you name it, ayahuasca, whatever, you know. So I'm just saying, what's in that pipe, you know, he's hitting, you know, because that might have a lot to do with it, you know what I'm saying? That pipe oh, wasn't man, if, if he feels like, and I, I don't know this, but, you know, one of y'all said he doesn't believe in copyright or, you know, doesn't believe in ownership of intellectual property. He may not believe in ownership of digital items. Right, he may just be like, "Well, this is just a way to score stuff on Bitcoin, and this is just a way to enhance Bitcoin. Download the full node, run the full node. This is all about Bitcoin. I'm just, you know, I'll let you DJs do this stuff." He's the Joker, man. You know the Joker. Everything burns. Yeah. Let me put a smile on your face. You know, everything burns. That kind of anarchist. Remember, I said he's an anarchist. You people are not. You know, you do you know what an anarchist is? Okay, but he's like an extreme case. You know, I've got friends who are anarchists and everything. You know what I mean? This guy is the Joker type of anarchist. Everything burns, and that's that's my philosophy. I mean, my take on his philosophy. You know what I'm saying? If we study Kesirodomo, look, here, here's the point that I want to bring home with regards to stuff like runes: is that 
runes we we can you can create an indexer and an implementation of runes in a million different ways and so because of that technical people can go in and say a million reasons why your implementation is wrong and that's what we saw was happening but really at the end of the day it doesn't matter there's no wrong or right in the implementation what matters is that it works and if it works and it works well then it's a good implementation and people can use it and then the, the whole space can move forward. But if every developer in the space is looking at every single little detail within every single implementation and saying, this is wrong, that's wrong, this is wrong, that's wrong, nothing will ever get done. And this is kind of the difference between a lot of like technical people and developers and really just right curve like thinkers is they think too much and they do too little and they try to slow everything down. And this is just a major major issue across the ordinal space right now is everybody's looking to guys like Casey and Cypher and all these other people to tell them what's good and what's real and what's wrong. And, and, and it's just not true. None of it is true. You can create the implementation in any way you want, as long as it fucking works. And if it works, then it's a success and we should just move forward. There's no reason why you should say, Oh, you know, this integer is in the wrong place. And so therefore, this isn't a real rune. It, it'll never work that way. It'll never work. I completely agree. I haven't had a chance to really say much. And really what Billy just said, Randy just said that is kind of summarizing the concept of like government. And that's kind of been the most disappointing part of all of this like last 24 hours. I, yesterday when we talked, I was referencing like the Kafka novel, I think gatekeeper or, or before the law it's called. And the whole idea is that you like go to the gate and you ask permission to do something and every answer is wrong. Right. And at the end of the story, the guy just basically dies realizing that he could have just walked through the gate the whole time. And if you look at, if it's great, today's a great day to go read that, by the way, it's pretty short and, and it, and it offers a lot of insight to how the world works. And we kind of got a taste of that. I think there's a little bit of abuse of ring of power. I think there was sort of, I don't know. I just don't, I don't want to say too much about a person that I don't know, but I will say that I think that generally speaking, people realized pretty quickly that this was a weird, like knee jerk reaction to the fact that we were the guys that are out there doing the proof of work. It's like a really a proof of stake mentality that was like put out there in the last 24 hours by the org core like the the controllers of the code. Sorry, I'm a little out of breath. I'm working out right now. But the the idea here is that we, you know, we have as a as a business, as a group of people, you know, Randy, Harry, and myself, we have to decide what's best for us as well. We have to be have a, a realization about like what's going on in the market, what kind of opportunities can we control and what can we not control. And we obviously can't control someone like this person. So we're just trying to control as much as we can. Within our business, we have a lot of things that we can do that provide value to the community, to our customers. So we're just kind of focused on that. And and we we knew we knew as we were pushing this that it was really early. There's a lot of risk, but ultimately, the product works, and we delivered a working product very quickly that people were using and enjoying. And the show kind of stopped uh, because of reasons that are kind of up to speculation. And we think that really this just slows everything down. And our goal is to like, ideally what would be happening right now is we're working together with everyone. We would iterate on the, the service, rune service we provided 
to like make sure that it's the most robust, like it uses the right like encoding, everybody generally agrees on it. We were already like doing that, like because the base 26 itself, like I mean, I just talked to chat GBT and like gave code to Harry and I was like, use this. And you know, that turns out the indexer was using a different version. So we really quickly were like, well, let's go ahead and use what the indexer is using. So when people mint on our website, they see it on the first indexer. So we were already being very agreeable. And I just kind of wanted to share that with everybody here today that like our goal is to move forward. Our goal is to make stuff fast, that's good, that the most people can benefit from. That's what we do. That's all we really want to do. The drama is fun and we can embrace it as a part of this is sort of a coping mechanism for the fact that we're really just starting to run into like human speed bumps. So we're not really discouraged, but it is disappointing. I'll say that. Yeah. And I want to kind of add to that. We also put out this open source GitHub with like the build for the creating the runes tokens and people are contributing to that. There's like been uh, a good amount of pull requests. Like there is definitely interest in helping us build this and we wanted it to be like an open source thing that was decided early on and that we would work with the community to build on this stuff. So that way we could have consensus around what is a runes token. And ultimately it all got squashed or the, it was in a, a big attempt to squash all the momentum that was moving in our direction. I think in some ways, because if you control the GitHub for the runes, then you can you you make the ultimate decision. You're the ultimate decision maker in the same way that Casey's the ultimate decision maker for the org protocol. Like he was going to lose the ultimate decision making ability for the runes protocol, and that could be a, one of the deciding factors as to why he kind of he 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 banned Harry from the from the org GitHub, and and then he came out with the runes. Um, implementation thing and, and basically said, I need to decide if I even want to do this at all. So it was like, nobody else can do it but me, but I don't even know if I'm going to do it at all. And that was kind of the first sentence of that blog post, which is really crazy to think about it. And then, yeah, I mean, look, I, on top of all that stuff, it's like, it's just, it's just, it's just been speed bumped to hell right now. And we're going to have to decide. So what Harry, we Harry, do, Harry right? so, so somebody sent me this, I'm going to, I'm going to refrain from who sent this and who had quoted this, but curious your response. So somebody said, I guess this was like in a private chat. So, right, we're getting the 411 inside breaking news information. It says they know well and good why they're banned. They're bad actors and intentionally. That was, that's Chris Spears. That's just, let's just say names because we know who that is. No, here, well, yeah. well, let me just re read part of this then. It says, we know exactly who said that. It says, this is how they've behaved since day one. Everyone knows how they operate by now. And if you don't know where the fuck have you been in the last 10 months, unfortunately, it's all bullshit asymmetry principle and is going to be more effort to try to argue at this point. So basically, they're just saying they know why you guys are banned. Do you have a right. response so to that? that? Guy, that guy also just totally lied. It came out and made a complete lie, said for impersonating him and Casey in the beginning I was that he's talking about me because I was the one who went into the org discord when it was blown up and I released the planetary ordinals by the way if you had minted those you'd have benefited greatly from listening to me at the time but so then they they banned me I didn't go in there with a fake like Casey Rodimer account I was Randy XBT with this same profile photo in that discord there was no impersonation whatsoever it's not our fault that we were the ones that grabbed up all the domains and the brand names that were Ordinal's wallet and so on that people then attributed to like probably these guys created Ordinal's. That's assumptions, you know? 
and then i mean i don't that's the only link to any kind of reality that i could see where he's saying impersonation that doesn't make any sense i didn't go in there with a cb spears profile picture in the disc no no you didn't and it's quite funny too like no one would know this but we had a private dinner in miami at the ordinals conference i was speaking at and uh, just so happened that this guy charlie christopher spears i don't know his name he something like that. He, uh, he was sitting next to me just by chance. And long story short, like halfway through, we, everything was going great. We were getting along great. I didn't even know who he was, like in terms of like, he was the, these guys are like controlling all of the Git and uh, Discord namespace. And they banned us from it. For again, we don't believe good reasons or I don't know the reason. And uh, halfway through it, he realized who I was and, and, and then said, you know, basically confessed who he was. And I said, oh, that's crazy. You're the guy that banned Randy and me and so on and kind of had a laugh about it. I was pretty much just trying to be as like nice and respectful as possible because I was there meeting other people as well. And and what happened is he, long story short, that he and his partner or whatever started to say like things like, well, sorry that it was like that. And maybe we can like, you know, get to on better terms and work out. And like when you said goodbye, everything was good. And now it goes back to this. And this is just like the character flaw that is sort of like, it's a degeneracy thing. They just like this, this type of character is only, you know, zooming out now. It's slowing everyone down. It's not, why is it about you? There's no need to lie. We don't need to like conflate things that, you know, we'll say, what if we say he's not lying? He's conflating at best, right? Okay. But why? It doesn't matter. It's not a good excuse for what happened. Why are you making excuses for other people? It's starting to become very perverse, like. From that side of the table where we're kind of saying let's just put our heads down and get to work we saw sort of the episode one of brc 20 and ordinals we realize all the problems we know them best because we're working on these things every day 24 7 365 it's all we eat sleep and dream is ordinals and bitcoin we know the problems with it we think this is actually some good idea to to sol- solve some real problems in the market that both our customers and us as a business suffer from so let's like go ahead and run with this and then we get pulled back and we get rugged. So it's like, it's very odd that we have to deal with sort of the high school drama of this when really it's benefiting everybody involved here. And that's very clear. Like the proof of work is there. There's nothing malicious going on. You know, we've been around, we have a reputation. None of us need to fake who we are or pretend we're somebody else. Nobody has, we don't need to pretend like we own or don't own anything. We own Ordinal's wallet. Our goal is to provide services to our customers, but it's, it's kind of getting weird. Yeah. I mean, look at our <laughs> look at our proof of work. We look at our website. We're all doxxed. We're you know, I was on Jake. I was on your podcast. My face is out there. There's no. We're not hiding anything. We're not scamming anybody. If you if you look at our website and you want to make a purchase, all the fees are there. It tells you exactly <laughs> what you're paying for. Like this isn't some. The, the, their argument is very weak, and our website is proof in itself that we are capable of coming through on our promises and building on Bitcoin and doing you know, using PSBTs and all that stuff. It's not like there's any middle manning involved. There's key ownership. There's nothing there to point at. And I, I also want to mention, I had a, con- I was having a conversation with Harry yesterday, a discussion, and we were just talking about first is first because we, the, the, the ORD update that, that Casey is talking about doing now with the sequence numbers, it kind of, it affects first is first, which is kind of what the whole market around ordinals is kind of based on with even from like from dot stats to BRC 20 to all these things. It's like, well, if somebody inscribed 
that on in a bad way and it didn't work originally but now we're going to go back in time and say that it does work well it affects the entire the entirety of all of these protocols that have established themselves as like multi-million dollar ideas that people put money behind because you know you think it's not going to change and then all of a sudden casey just deflates the whole thing with this one stupid idea and then he goes and does another hit to first is first when we do the first rune token and then says, no, you know, first is not first. In this case, first is only after I say what block height, it's it's valid. I mean, th- I mean, what is going on here? This is getting crazy. Dude, if you look at this with the lens of rationality and normality, you're not going to understand this thing, okay? Just take off the, the, the rational looking at, at things and look at it like, okay, dude, is you know he, he's unhinged okay let's just be say it openly okay he, he's behaving like somebody with the kind of narcissistic personality disorder i'm not saying i'm diagnosing him because i'm not a doctor but i'm just saying the way he's behaving is totally irrational that means we rational people cannot we, we you know you can because you don't know tomorrow is going to wake up and say Dick Butt is banned or whatever, you know, he's he's going to come up with some other crazy thing. So we we need to separate personalities from good ideas. If he comes up with a good idea, man, I'm going to support that good idea, you know. The same thing I did with like the Ordinal's wallet, you know, when they came up with a bitmap map, I mean, the map was fantastic, even though, you know, Codeswap came up with the thing, the idea of, uh, you know, putting images first. But in the end, you know, they perfected the idea in a way that made it accessible to everyone. So people who usually do that win in this uh, Odinos community. So let's support good ideas, not personalities. That means we have to delete even the personality of Casey from taking it too seriously because he's acting irrationally. That's not the way humans work, man. You're asking for (laughs) rationality. We are monkeys, man. Come on, bro. That's not the way humans work. I, I'm with you. Monkeys, man. I don't disagree with you. And I grew up with monkeys. We are non-rational beings, bro. Come I grew up with monkeys, and monkeys are more rational than people, man. I, you know, we got a farm down, you know, somewhere, and we had like a mountain in front, you know, like we had all these monkeys and baboons, you know, coming to eat and whatever, you know, like those creatures, brother, let me be quite honest with you. They're actually caring for each other. You know, they'll be removing ticks from each other's butts and everything. You know what I'm saying? Humans can't even do that, right? <laughs> so I'm just saying, man, we are worse than monkeys. That's all I'm saying. And if we're such unhinged, irrational creatures who are also brilliant, but also look at Elon Musk, okay? I, I, you know, th- there's a guy who did the, the biography, you know, there's a book about him that just came out. And the guy is literally saying Elon has a lot of demons, you know? He goes into demon mode and then he starts like literally devouring everything and everyone around him, you know? Like he's totally unhinged. L- listen to the guy, he's talking about Elon Musk, but he's saying, dude, is unhinged. And he's saying it like, it's in the book. You know what I'm saying? You do think, <laughs> Casey? You don't see that in yourself? You say Elon's yeah, the only one. On, I'm doing big bad. I'm doing big bad and all this crazy stuff, right? So I did like, you know, yeah, man, you know, but that's what makes artists, artists, you know, creative people, creative, whatever, you know? But I know that there's parts of me that are a bit unhinged. You know what I mean? But what I'm what just you're saying, just so I can summarize for us lay people, is you're saying like Mike in spaces, is we need to kill our gods. We have Casey up on a pedestal right now. 
and we need to take him I down. Told you about Caesar, man. Take what him down from his pedestal. He is a he is a weak what human like the rest of us. And let's just battle of good ideas, is what you're saying. I'm simply saying let's focus on a good idea. Okay. Not personalities. That's that's how we're gonna kill this 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 idea, this thing of putting people on pedestals, making them gods. We get rid of it and just follow good ideas, not personalities. Follow good ideas. If you're leading with ideas, you know, I'm gonna follow the idea. That's what I mean to ordinals, man. I never follow personalities, you know. I don't care if you unfriend me, if you burn me, if you whatever, you know what I'm saying? I don't care. But if you have a good idea, I'll be criticizing you today. But if you you come up with a good idea tomorrow, I'm supporting the idea, man. The magical mix is a good idea with an interesting personality. That's the magic right there. That's hey, what we're really yeah, but, but when the personality wants to crush the good idea, <laughs> do do? all right. Yeah, we're going we're going a little bit in circles now. Yeah. yeah, Casey's. You know, he's made some bad leadership decisions. Maybe there's it sounds like there's some animosity between multiple camps and parties going on. Let's hope that it that that is fueled to build a great product so that we can compete in the arena as Chamath Palapatia would say. We're in the arena of ideas. We're in the arena of entrepreneurship. So I'd like to. Oh, Josh, you have something else to say? Yeah, I, I would just I would just want to say to be really clear the animosity from the Ordos wall at camp is off the table. We had a choice to go to war or to just go back and sharpen our tools and get back to work. And that's what we did. We went back to work and we're focused on what we can do. So the right really way. the opportunity here is like how much how much bigger can we make the idea of using Bitcoin to do trade, to do communication, which is like abstract everything to the business plan, right? We're all invested in this. So like we all share a similar business plan. And we need to just focus on getting more people involved, making it easier to use, cheaper to use, faster to use, make it a real like competitive product. And that's the that's the focus. I, I don't we don't need to have fighting. Fighting is like drama and excitement is good and attention is a way that we can push things forward. But if we're talking about taking the, you know, rugging and taking air out of it, that's completely unproductive. Uh, we do not believe in that. That's not our religion. We're trying to move forward. We have limited time on this earth. And we're trying to make the most of it. So we talk about that internally every day. Just want to kind of share that with you guys. You're not in on our our business, you know, chat. But that's what we talk about. That's what we want to do. We, if it's a good idea, I really liked what X had to say about idea. We completely buy into that. Like when you're rugging, man. You're rugging. Getting, getting rugged a little bit. I think we're all on the same page. I think Fred, who was on the Ordinal show last night, had that kind of, he's very much a Bitcoin maxi, but with a very, very open mind to, you know, building what's next. And I, I don't think there's anybody who disagrees with that. How we get there is kind of the, the way. But Sol, I know you had your hand up. What's up, man? Yeah, I just wanted to chime in. Like, first, I completely respect and appreciate Ordinal's wallet's speed and audacity to latch on and get things out the door first often so you know kudos to you guys for doing that however if you look at like what benny at track did he he didn't use the runes name he didn't use exactly the you know he, he injected his own ideas into the general concept 
I'm working on a protocol too. And if you guys jumped on it for some reason, I don't have a big voice here, but say you got some momentum on Twitter, right? And you guys launched STET, the coin, the token, the protocol based on premature, incomplete spec. I wouldn't be too thrilled about it, to be honest. I'd be annoyed, especially if you were charging money on top of it and own the whole supply. That would piss me off. So, I mean, there's a balance here. Like, if you guys even just renamed it, we never sold. We never sold a token. We never sold a token. Yeah, but I think you don't understand. The the fees. I mean, it's all good. It's business. I get it. I get it. Well, we we didn't. It's opportunistic. It's opportunistic. It's good. I'm not like bashing you, but like, if you used my protocol name and my idea, and kind of latched onto it in a way that you know took over the whole market because first is first, I would not be happy. So there's a balance here and you got to respect someone who's introducing an idea also. So it's a good, it's a good point. Saul. go go ahead. I don't get it. I really don't get it. If that's true, then that person who introduced the idea, which is not that unique, but it is in this context, very useful, then they can build it themselves first too and release it that way. Well, at least don't use the name, you know, come up with your own name and say, this is our version of what, we want to use we want to use what everyone wants to use, and if that's what Casey's idea is, then we're fully behind that. If it's, yeah, but if you could you could collaborate, Casey, you, you could talk, you could be part of the discussion, and like, all right, are we doing a block height activation? Like, let's work out oh, these yeah. little. Um, can you tell me how we can comment on the GitHub, enter the Discord, or have any association whatsoever from these people? Like, there's, Look, there's man, my point is totally valid, and I totally respect you guys. Like I said, speed, audacity, fucking. Right on. But like there's other aspects to this you guys need to consider too. Anybody can call anything runes, guys. You don't hear the Scandinavian people saying that's cultural expropriation. <laughs> I live in Scandinavia, okay? My lady is Scandinavian, you know what I'm saying? You don't hear them complaining, saying you're expropriating our culture into your audience, boot beers or whatever. There's, you know what some, etiquette. there's some etiquette involved here too. If you want to you got to respect someone who's like bringing out an idea and who wants to like do it right. If you want to do a version of it, fucking do it. Yo, but like you're going to do it, say it's official and use the same name and then charge 20 bucks per per you know min. It's like come on. Let's be what's balanced here. business, my friend? If look All right, we all need to chill out for a second. <laughs> This is a lot. <laughs> everyone, everyone has very right points here. You know, there's a, it's a spectrum of impl- of implementing technology, but also there is a human aspect to this that we, I think we've all agreed on. We've touched every single point. There is a human aspect to this that is right and wrong, depending on whatever perspective that it is. Ornold's wallet, you guys have crushed it. So I was just talking about from a, from a dev perspective, if someone took my idea, although this is an open source world, I, you know, I'm in a similar opinion. You should, if you're going to put your idea out there with the technical specs behind it, or at least a part of it, you should definitely be aware that somebody is probably going to run with it, especially as a leader where you're already in a contentious position of pissing a lot of people off, right? So there's a lot to it. Randy, I'm going to give you the last comment on this because then we're going to have to close this up. We're going on two hours and I, and I got I got a call after this. So Randy, please close it out for, for us. Yeah, I mean, look, there's nothing stopping him from waiting to release the spec when he's got a product ready to go. That's the whole first mover advantage that you have when you create the protocol. So if you're going to forego that 
ability you have. I mean, it's your choice. And if you do do that, then you have to be willing to let it run and run its course. And so there's, there's no, there's really no reason to say, Oh no, wait, 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 I released it, but this is mine and, and no one else can have it. No, you already released it. If you wanted to release it with a product or with an implementation, then you can, you can choose to do that. And when you choose not to do that, then you're allowing the market to run its course. And then when you go back on that, it looks bad. Okay. There's no question there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, crypto at the end of the day, it is an open source community. Ideas are being borrowed and forked and built upon. So if you're going to actually put out the idea with some technicals behind it, you're going to, you better be very prepared that some people are going to run with the idea. Casey also, right. He, he, created RuneScape. So there are two differing names. I think that also needs to be brought up as well. So, you know, Rune, RuneScape, uh, to me, you know, battle of ideas. Runestone, I, Runestone, bro. Runestone, Runestone. Runestone. Oh, yeah, Runescape. I mean, the reality is if he doesn't believe in copyright, it doesn't matter. Right? Runescape is the game. All right, got it. Uh, everyone's got everyone's got some fire under their ass i love it you know maybe this is the beginning of season two of ordinals right now we all need to go build our products build the media channels but also really respect each other and appreciate yes there is hostility i loved uh ordinal wall i love both of your guys's take on that you know you guys have unblocked anyone you've you haven't done an anon account you've been out there out in the forefront so very 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 respectable uh, adam any final words here before we close up it's uh, this is what open source technology is, right? It's like we can battle it all out. Everybody can, you know, borrow, steal, do new, fork, whatever, right? At the end of the day, it's people interacting with people, and you know, let's battle it out in the free market. That's the great thing about crypto. So uh, we'll see where right, it goes. Don't do it with cheap tricks and lies and blocking and all this stuff. It doesn't make any sense. And and why? Why do they not like us? Because we're loud. That's just who we are. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe they want to build in, in where they don't have to feel pushback, right? And so I, I get that as well. I understand that, you know? So, yeah, everybody gets to choose, you yeah, know? Yeah, we're all sharing a blockchain, but not everybody's playing the same game here. Right. All right, guys, this was a great conversation. If you guys yeah, didn't know... I want a big butt, man. Big butt, big butt. <laughs> big butt, big butt. Jesus. If you play the uh, dick butt game, you get dick butts, man. That's for those that don't know, we do this space every Tuesday through Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Please make sure you follow everyone on stage here. Ordinal's Wallet, Adam, Emblem Vault, Robert Dogfather, everyone's soul. Uh, please be safe, guys. There's gonna This conversation is probably going to continue on. <laughs> Rune, Runestone, RuneScape, BRC20, whatever. Um, we'll see you guys next week, Tuesday. Please be safe out there. Thanks, guys. We'll